recording. Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Hi. So we're live dispatch. Hello. Teach, Mark, and we have Anthony with us today. Yeah. Tony, yeah. Anthony. You know what? You can't really call me a wrong name. Greg. I, I call Greg. I call him Tony Jabroni. <laughs> Tony. Tony Jabroni. Yeah. Tony. That works. You know. We're here to talk about the pandemic today. Oh. And the how pandemic. it affects the. I don't know if anybody's heard about. Yeah, uh, isn't it like the pancake shortage? Yes, it is. Uh, it's, yeah. it's about a pancake God, shortage. Nothing worse could have ever happened. No waffles. It's crazy. <laughs> no. All right. What, what really fucks with me is the whole coin shortage right now. Like, you know what? what are, That's people hoarding metal. <laughs> I think you're right. I did. I did. Hoarding silver. Christ, well, people. Christ. When everything crumbles, precious metals are going to be important. Yeah. Copper, nickel, chromium. This is. <laughs> We're, we're going to talk about the pandemic and the effects of the pandemic on the entertainment and the social, like, you know, the service industry this week. And we're going to try to delve into it. Uh, we're going to leave politics out of it because we have, I, I, like, we don't want to talk about that on this show. No. This is, this is strictly about, we like, don't know anything about our, it. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, whatever. You know what I mean? So therefore, I'll be running. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you got my vote. Tony Jabroni <laughs> for 2020. So <laughs> with that being said, Tony, would you like to uh, introduce our sponsor this week? Oh. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> and the rib, and we put spice on it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> the feeling of love. We, it's like the left hand store. We're gonna start the micro oh micro store. Did you just say the, oh my god, the left hand store. The left hand store. <laughs> the stranger. The stranger. The stranger. Ooh, if you don't know what that is, you should not be listening to this podcast. <sighs> but you should listen to it anyway, just because we need to listen. Yeah. Like, this is my left hand. I'm just gonna sit on <laughs> <my hand. laughs> So it goes numb. It's gotta go numb. And then you invert it. No. <laughs> All right. Yes. So I also want to say that I am not drinking today. I want to point that out because Sunday fun day for me has turned into Sunday recovery day. Ooh, Tony and oh, I Saturday. They can drink for me. Cheers. Tony's drinking. I'm drinking tea. Okay. So nobody's um, posting that. <laughs> yeah. I drank like 50 beers. Yesterday, so you're the best. That's all right. You're, you're, it's cheap up. We're we're good. Right now, my kidneys are kicking the shit out of my liver, and the lungs are just popping on. It was funny because Mark texted me earlier and was like, "I'm not gonna drink tonight." Oh, I drank, drank so many beers, and I was like, "Dude, your kidneys just called me and was like, yo, hey, you're fine to drink tonight.'" Everything's fine. <laughs> no, no, liver's out of commission. <laughs> Oh, fuck. All right. So, all right. So let's get into this pandemic a little bit. So you got this. You got this pandemic, right? We we're not sure when exactly it started. The beginning of this year, like February. The, technically, it started what March fourteenth or something like that. For us, March. it was the middle of March whenever we started. Right. Uh, America started doing shutdown, PA especially. However, we don't. News hardcore and like yeah. school started to do something right or not do something yeah. but the, <laughs> but the thing about it is is that this pandemic was probably introduced like in december january and it was going around but we just didn't know about it or were we closed off to it that we didn't think about it now 
if you think about social media, right? Like social media connects everybody to everything. And that's going to circle back here when we start talking about like the entertainment industry and like everything. But, you know, social media connects us to everything, but you got good information and bad information and then you got people's opinions. And, and opinions are like assholes. Everybody has them. Everybody they has all them. suck. Yeah. Or no, that's not how it goes. Right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's how this works. <laughs> so when you have, you know, everybody giving their opinions, and social media is great for opinions, but when it comes to facts, where do you go for facts? Because it, I feel like right now we have more information than we've ever had in all – all, of history. All of history, right. Yet, we can't put our thumbs on exactly what this pandemic is, and it's been going on for almost an entire year now. I mean, we're in August right now, and we still are, one, not too sure exactly what COVID-19 is. Like, we know some of the symptoms, what to look for, but we don't know, one, the long hand, like, what's, what could happen to you. We have a lot of theories. We have a lot of things that we've looked at other countries and been like, okay, well, this is happening, right? We got the wave, the second wave of the pandemic that like nobody's even talking about yet, but we'll come back to that. And you have this underlining of like, is it even a thing, right? Like we're Americans, we don't need the whole conspiracy theory, right. yeah, right? Conspiracy. The plandemic they call it, the plan or the scamdemic, you know. Ooh, yeah, is... not me. <laughs> <laughs> it was the gym lady over by where I work. Told me that. <laughs> Kristen, you're not listening, but Kristen. <laughs> it's, you know, it's definitely a thing. My uncle was affected by it. My uncle had COVID 19. Yes. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I want to throw this story out there because it, it's true. My uncle is mentally handicapped and lives in a group home. Uh, he, it's been like that for a long time. His group home has like four or five people that live in the house as well. And when this pandemic broke out, they were, you know, they had certain checks in line, right? But the checks don't matter if you don't follow them. Mm -hmm. And... At the time, nobody really knew how detrimental this pandemic was going to be. So the director of the facilities, who had reign over like four or five of these houses where these mentally challenged individuals lived, had COVID-19. And he continued to work, not knowing it, right? Like, because he would take his temperature and it would come up and it would be fine. But even after he did take his temperature and he had a temperature, which is the only way that we're checking now, because it's the only thing that we can check for unless you go and get physically tested, right? Yeah. Like he can but change. you have a Q-tip in your brain? Right, right. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, he continued to work and wound up getting everybody from all the houses COVID-19, okay? Yay. Out of that, my uncle was one of the only survivors out of his house. Everybody else wow. passed away. And my uncle was on a respirator. I mean, they didn't think he was going to live. And I, I don't know, it's something about our, my family's genes that they just like, I don't know, they don't, they don't quit for whatever reason. It's like, you got stabbed and shot and run over by a fucking car, but yet you're going to live in agony and pain for the rest of your fucking Sweet. life. Like, ah, gotcha. That's, <laughs> that's just how my luck is. But like, 
And it was like that across all these other group homes. Like they had like 25 deaths out of these group homes when there was only like 30 people that lived there, like in, in total. And it was all because of one individual. One dumbass. Right, but... whether or not kids are going back to school. I think it, right now it's like what's staggered, like one group is going for one week, one group is going for another week, the next the off weeks are gonna be like online schooling and stuff. Here's the plan that our district came up with. Um, it's a hybrid thing because they had they sent surveys out to all the parents. Mm -hmm. Would you send your kids back to school five days a week? Sure. And they had seventy percent said yes. Christ yeah, get rid of so <laughs> on that note though, to do it correctly, social distancing, six feet apart. You can't have 30 kids in a room, mm -hmm. right? And that's 20 to 30 kids is a rough class size. I'm not an expert, that's me guessing, but you can't do that, right? You got to split them up and spread them out. So parents are pissed and angry because their kids can't go five days a week, they have to figure out daycare longer and everything else. Mm -hmm. I get that. Here's my word split them up, do the social distancing. I send my kids to school, I now have to trust that every other parent is doing their part at home according to what the medical people are telling us, whether that's right, real or not, I don't know, but I'm gonna to listen to a doctor that says put a mask on. It's a minor inconvenience for me if it could change the possibility of me and my family getting sick. I'm yeah. down. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. You're not infringing my rights. If I don't want to do that, I'll just stay home and keep my mask on. Damn right. That's how it works. I don't have a problem. That's how it works. Right. Everybody has their rights. But if there's a business that says wear a mask, they're right to guess what? Right. I gotta go do that if I want to go in there and get whatever it is. Yep. So I'm glad that you brought that up. So wearing a mask. So in the service industry, right, we went from red, Pennsylvania was in a state of red, to orange, where we were, or what was it? Yeah, right, yellow or something yellow. like that, yellow, where we were allowed to open, right, the restaurant dining area. But there are certain, certain things in place that need to take place in order for you to have dining service. And that requires to have, you know, a 25% occupancy. And at the time it was like, everything is, has to be six feet apart. You can come into the restaurant with your mask on, but then you can take it off whenever you sit down at the table and you have to put it back on whenever you go to the bathroom or go to leave. And not only that, but you also have like servers and you have cooks and you have everybody else that works at the restaurant that has to wear masks, has to wear gloves, has to sanitize, has to clean has to make sure things are, are, are kosher all the time, like all the way through. And when we first went yellow, you know, my wife and I sat there and we were like, okay, you know, I work in the service industry. Anthony has been in the service industry for a very long time. And yeah, yeah, you know, but you do dine out. 
I have not. We have not dined out in a restaurant since oh, middle March. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. 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 So you're still getting cool. takeout. Right. Well, that's it. Yeah. Right. That, like, I mean, I, I have supported restaurants tons. So, uh, you're welcome. And, uh, but yeah, we, we're not dying to go to a bar or to a restaurant right now. We're not like, it'd be nice. I want to hear, uh, would you like to start a tab someday soon? You know, but it's whatever. We went to lunch one day. Myself, my wife, a few other members of the family went to a restaurant nearby my home and none of the protocol was followed. Nobody had a mask on. The tables were separated, but I got a handful of silverware very handed onto the table. I got refillable drinks with lemons in them. The things that just because I tried to pay attention and it's so hard to keep up with what they tell you is good and it isn't good and what's okay right. and what, and what is, is okay. changing. And for the restauranteers out there, God bless you if you're able to survive right now because mm-hmm. I, I'm at a restaurant, privately owned place, like I said, no names for things, but we're very blessed, lucky, however you want to look at it, that business is still there. It's down. It's down by all means. We're, sure. we're, we're not making where we were. The sales aren't there where they were because we don't have the dining. We don't have the events and catering things going on. There are still some going on, right? But there's restaurants that will not make it. Right. There's restaurants oh. that should close their doors. Family-owned businesses that have been there for years and they can't afford to get through this. Right. And that's sad. Yeah, a lot of those. It's really sad because they're they're just not going to make it back. They can't do it. They run lean. A lot of those businesses run lean. You know, right. uh, you're it's for their families, the owners, to feast their family. Sometimes you know you got to pay the bills to keep the restaurant open to make more money, but in the same time, you know, you, you have bills to pay at home and everything. Yeah, it's it's just a horrible situation that we're all in right now. Uh, no, I, I know. I'm, I'm staying away from it because I'm making all kinds of weird belly noises. No, I understand. <laughs> well, just to change it. I'll give you some. Don't worry. <laughs> just, just to switch it up real quick here, um, as a side note, you, when you look at movie theaters, right? Like, movie theaters were already dying to begin with. Like this was a thing oh, yeah. because totally. you can get movies anywhere and you can watch them at home and everybody can buy a projector. I have a micro projector there that we'll be showing on future episodes, you know, that like you can literally, you know, <laughs> thank you. Our little secret. But now like, so when you think about it, right, like you have movie theaters and now this just absolutely kills them. Same here. Yes. My wife's the same, so like get a little loud. The other night we binge watched Yellowstone. 
Mm. It's a good one. Highly recommend. Well played. I'm into a Yellow Academy right Kevin now. Kevin Costner yeah. at his best, in my opinion. I love Kevin Costner across the board. Okay. I, I even like Waterworld, hey, Waterworld, awesome. uh, yeah. I, I, Plus I, the big quad, fifty yeah. gun in it, where he's like, do 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 but what I think is interesting, right, is like drive-in movie theaters were completely gone. Completely gone. And now we're seeing a resurgence of movie theaters setting up in Walmart parking lots and like CBS parking lots. Yes. that like I don't want to have like anyway we'll, we'll get back. anyway we're gonna have to have to Right, right. It's going to happen. Close the door and hear that song. 
hey, welcome this, to Italy. Right, right. <laughs> this is what happens. We're all Italians here. This is yeah. what happens. Speaking of Italians, yes, mm, they were doing Italy. it right. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. There it is. That's, Italy walked down the damn country. Uh, the whole mm. country, and they embraced it. Mm. They, they were out together. on their porches singing. They were singing yeah. outside. If you guys didn't see Pavarotti, no, when all of this happened at the cathedral, one of the and I will say as a, a big tough man, I to tears. Mm -hmm. Pavarotti sang inside the cathedral by himself during a quarantine event. <laughs> I and think I heard it. I signed into it for the live event. I remember was, you telling me about this. This was Easter morning. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And I signed into it and it crashed at one point. I had to come back up. It went from like 1.2 million viewers to 1.6 million viewers. Mm -hmm. And Pavarotti walks himself out of the cathedral to the front steps mm -hmm. and sings Amazing Grace. And oh. you hear it echo through the streets of Italy. Yeah. That's a positive. Yeah, that's people right. coming together. Right. That's Italy doing it right. It's yep. following. And now we're our people. At, it's our people. At least what we see where they're at, they're in a better place than we were. Oh yeah. Right. Where we are right now. Well, and we were talking like right before we started filming about like how this pandemic has, you know, we had the self-quarantine. We're still self-quarantining to an extent. Like we're not actually we, on the same, we we're not even in the same room. This is no, this, digital effect. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Mark, Mark is actually like 15 miles away. I don't even know where the hell Anthony's at. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, it's really brought everybody together. A lot of people are working from home and like there are positives and there are negatives from that, right? Yeah, like, for sure. So positively, right, we get to see our families more. And when you're self-quarantining, you get this actually like immediate family. Right. Because, you know, a lot of the times we're working so much that we forget to realize that like, yo, we we still have a life outside of work. When you think about it, right? You work with the average American works of what a 40 hour work week, right? Like let's just say hypothetically speaking. Right? We no, you're not. talking me. Right. <laughs> we're talking Mark level here. Um, <laughs> Right. <laughs> you, you, work, you work a 40-hour work week. Now, service industry people, we survive off of being able to work more hours than that, 50, 60 hours because of that overtime. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. our pay is lower because we need to get the overtime. And it's not only is it, like, disputable, but because the service industry is kind of a revolving door in certain situations, you have a lot of people relying on that overtime as a source of income for them. And when you take not only your overtime, but your entire job away, you know what I mean? And you look at like servers and restaurants who, whether or not you had good service or bad service, you still had tipping, you still had going out, you still had a social experience outside of your household, right? So now we're quarantining. And for the first couple of months, it was wonderful, right? You were saying how your family pull out risk and everything, like board games. Yeah, pull together a little bit. Yeah. You start to see each other more. You start to realize what you got. You start to see your families. You know what I mean? You start to become like that family man. It and, kind of started an unhealthy drinking habit for me. Well, <laughs> you know. I'm sure it did for a lot of people. <laughs> I, joined the family. <laughs> you know, you know. I, I would, I would, I would love to see the, the statistics of 
and this is going to sound a little morbid, so please bear with me, but I would love to see the statistics of people that have become like either alcoholics who have committed suicide uh, yeah. due to, you know what I mean, lost jobs well, and, like, and what this has. Every time you have some type of depression or traumatic, which mm -hmm. Dr. Levine, however you feel about her otherwise, always stated, if you are in a mental health crisis, think about how. I'm not going to say I don't have any mental health issues. I've just never been diagnosed with anything. Like <laughs> There's I don't need to be. I know, here I know they're I all fucked. Understand. The yeah. things I sure. don't say out loud when I laugh to myself. <laughs> yes. That's just me keeping a job. Yes. Right. But when you think about mental health and people that were struggling already or having any issues with depression, yeah. all of a sudden now you, you are literally trapped on top of the feeling of being trapped. Right. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine the mental anguish that goes on people. people no, yeah. They are even worse off than myself. Like, I'm not going to say that I'm bad off in any way. I'm blessed. I'm lucky. Yeah. Family's healthy. Things are going good. You know, I was able to keep working this entire time. Right. Which and so was I. There's a part started, of me yeah. that's like, uh, I'm a little jealous. I could have used two weeks off, you know. But well, at, at the same time, I don't want a freebie. Right. I've always been somebody that earned what you what? got. I want to bring up the issue after would. this. Yeah. By all means. Looking at some of the things that are going on like that, I'm, I'm in a way blessed by the pandemic. Sure. And I hate saying that because it's a terrible thing. I don't want it to happen. I wish it could go away. It changed perspective. But it changed a lot of perspective. Yeah. It gave me some more family time. My mm -hmm. wife's home and was home during a time where she wouldn't have been. Mm -hmm. Right. We got a puppy. Ooh. You know? Oh, like, yeah. And, and, and unfortunately, we lost our dog, our older dog, oh, okay. recently, like a week ago, today, yeah. actually. I'm sorry. sorry about that. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. But they become part of your family. Oh, yeah, And then in hindsight, in my 14-year-old, I like my dog brought my this kids. up, because this was his puppy. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? You know what? There's one person that loved me every day when I came home, no matter what yep. I was in. Yep. And that was a Right there every, every yep. day, every morning, every night. Do you know why they say that dogs are a man's best friend? It's because dogs have this certain type of like brain thing right where they're like you're my owner and i love you unconditionally i love you unconditionally that means that like when you're away i think you're never coming home and when you do come home holy shit i am so happy to see you well do you know why that is it's it's the pack attitude of a dog yeah it's pack mentality it's so, like, you know, when, when your dog is, is uh, we could do a whole podcast on this shit, but when your dog is um, being bad, a lot of times it's because there's a couple reasons. The dog thinks he's in charge, and now you're not around for him to protect. Like, when you leave and the dog tears shit up, a lot of times that's the anxiety of it not being able to protect you. you no, know, it's it literally like, you're not here. I can't help you. I can't save you. You're, my pack is, the, you know, and that's a huge, huge part of it. So, a lot of times when you can establish dominance, the, the pack leader, the dog will actually be like, all right, yeah, fuck, he's got it, you know, I'll pull him, yeah, you know, the dude's got it, he'll be back, um, that's a big thing with dogs, but I want to say here, one of the bad things that happened during this pandemic, in my opinion, is the $600 a week extra on the unemployment, um, and here's why, exactly, you know, I mean, so many people are like, why the fuck, I'm literally making more sitting on my ass playing video games hundreds more a week than I am working. Why the fuck would I go back? Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. And now there are some people yeah. that in the service industry, a lot of people don't realize and understand a lot of this too. 
is uh, to a small educational piece on how servers make money. Servers will claim their tips. Legally speaking, and legally speaking, as anybody who runs a restaurant, you tell them they need to claim 100% of what they make, like everybody else in the building. Mm -hmm. If you're making 20 bucks an hour on the back of the cook, you get taxed on 20 bucks an hour. Servers get taxed on how they claim. So there's a lot of people that, as a server, will try to grease the system. They claim just above minimum wage so that nobody has it differently. And unfortunately, if you're that right now, what you claim is what you're getting on unemployment. Yeah. If you work right. 40 hours a week and said you're making eight bucks an hour and you were clearing 25 bucks an hour, you are now supposed to live off that eight bucks an hour that you claimed on your unemployment. And yep. shame on you for not doing it right the first time. But at the same time, I get it because you struggle day to day living paycheck to paycheck Correct. and you need your cash in your hand. Yep. Yep. So right. for those people, that 600 bucks a week is oh. making it right. Yeah, right? I, I, I agree. Now you yep. have some people, maybe they claim correctly. Now they're getting an extra 600 bucks a week just to make the same amount of money. I don't agree with that. Mm -hmm. Now, those people also got a stimulus and also get an extra 600 bucks a week. I'm not gonna say I'm upset because I capitalized off of this mm -hmm. personally, sure. which unfortunately for me, it took a pandemic to get me financially okay for a little bit. A couple extra yeah. bills put me in the right space, so I needed it, I happily will accept it. But at the same time, there's a lot of people out there that they didn't need it. No, no. They should have had an opt-out possibility. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and stop this right here because I think it's going to go down a political path and, and that's why I'm going to stop this and I'm going to just switch gears here real quick. Okay. Oh, wait, real quick. Sure. I, wanna, oh, I just want to say oh, that. Boy. All right. So me and my wife did not need it. I would have gladly opted out of it for people that did. Sure. We did take sure. it and we just put it away. Like yep. we'll use it for my kids' college that's or something. That's what it's you know? intended for because if this shit goes <laughs> going, we're going right. to need it someday. If something happens and you need it. Yeah. But here's the thing. That's all I want to say is like we I would have opted out. We did not need it. We both worked full time through it. You did. However, and this is the situation with my wife as well. We were okay. We probably might have been able to opt out of it. However, you know, my wife works two jobs. God bless her. You know what I mean? She's a fucking wonderful woman. And like, you know, I work my ass off too full time as well and do other things as well to make my money. But what I'm saying is, is that, no, we don't, we don't. This is, this right here, I don't quote my prices on backwards handies online, all right? Check out my OnlyFans site. <laughs> you don't want to look at mine. No, it's just hair everywhere. It's crazy. Hair and skin. I don't even know where. Anyway, so but like, I don't, I, I don't even know where I would. So, yeah, let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about the entertainment industry because this is something that I think Mark and you know Anthony, you can get involved in with this. So, musicians, right? Actors, theater, comedy. These are all things where, like, you typically do this social, so you go out to events, right? Like, as a musician, you would make money off of album sales, which now, with digital downloading, that's not a thing. 
if somebody looks at me and is like, yo, my band's getting signed, I'm like, you're fucking retarded. I'm sorry. I don't mean to use that word, but like, that's how strongly I feel about it. Like, you are fucking dumb if like you think that like you getting signed is going to make you a millionaire. Because that's like, you, you, you do. And that's. So let's talk about real quick how musicians make money. We make money at playing shows, right? Like live events off of ticket sales and merchandise that we can sell, right? That we've already put the money into and we're just trying to recoup our profits back and make a little money so that we can continue to play shows for you, right? And ticket sales for shows that we have. Because like we said, with album sales, they've kind of dwindled down. And when Mark and I were in the industry, it, playing music, it was more about, you know, selling albums and like being able to push that because you could have a physical CD and put it in your car. I want to ask everybody out there, when was the last time you put a CD in? Andrew Lloyd Webber, last year. Best of Andrew Lloyd Webber. Again, last year. Man, that shit was awesome though. Right. Oh, okay, okay. Now, we're not going to take it. So I can say I have a CD in my Jeep because I have a possible package. Mm -hmm. And I did not have a satellite until I, you know, made it happen. Hey, man. You're right. CDs, so CDs for younger viewers are playlists. <laughs> I'm just going to take all my new songs. I do. There's, there was an individual, and I, I'm not going to say any names, who's a, a friend Chuck. of mine. Right. Dan. We're not saying anything. <laughs> it, it was Karen. My mother-in-law's name is Karen. Uh, if she listened to this, then <laughs> So I love the memes. They're so funny. Yeah, I'll do. Me too. But like, he asked me, he said, you know, I got all these like tapes, these cassette tapes and stuff, you know, I want to put them on DVD and I want to put them on CD so that they can have them for the rest of their time. I looked at them and I said, you know what? Do yourself a favor, digitize them and put them on a hard drive because at least that'll get you another like five years before, you know, everything turns around and there you go there you go i held on to a console full-size computer for about four years and i sat down and realized because i had all of the Beatles songs on oh and i didn't want to get rid of them i can find anything See, now it's like eh. i pay a couple dollars a month for spotify right i can have one yeah loud dispatch is on spotify we are yeah. on itunes we are on iHeartRadio. We are on YouTube, Facebook. We have Instagram accounts, but we do. those aren't very active. Yeah. I think I, mean, I, I, think I have more followers. Me. Mine has more than yours now, though. Shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> My dick is bigger. I tried. I tried. Mine's bigger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, if, we're if we're comparing penis sizes, I'll just stay over here still, all right? I'm from the wrong part of Italy, but... Either way, you know. See, I'm fat. That's the problem. It hides everywhere now. It's in there. 
there. It's there. We're not. We're not talking about this. We're getting way off track. No politics. When was the last time you guys went to a concert? Um, what was your last concert? Yeah. But how long? How long ago was that? Oh, thirteen years ago. You know, you've been to a concert thirteen years. Holy oh, shit! Wow. Thanks a lot, Anthony. Right. Because you spent money on oh, absolutely. it. Oh, right? absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I throw a couple hundred bucks at something, I'm not going to not go now. Right. Well, exactly. if it were free and you knew that everybody could go free, I'm not even going to try. Yeah. So, you know, fuck that noise. Everybody's going to be there. Right. There's already so, so many people to pay. I don't want to be around the people that don't want to pay. Yeah. So, last concert I was at, I just saw Sublime with Rome last summer, which was cool. And I've learned something about Stage AE for all you Pittsburgh people. You can park in the lot behind it and just pay to park there and tailgate. And you could hear this. The, the show is amazingly clear out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't see it, but you could. I, that's what I'm going to do from now on a stage. I'm just going to go party in the parking lot. Uh, who cares? <laughs> it's still worth it. No, absolutely. Um, and so I was supposed to go see Rage Against the Machine last Friday, I think it was, 31st. And, uh, 31st of July, and they had postponed it. It's now August of 2021, but this is this is the one, like, I paid big money for these tickets. My favorite band of all time, never had a chance to see them when I was younger. They quit touring in 2000, and, like, I'm, I'm in, you know? It's I'm in, yes. Sure. This is a dream. This is one of my five bands I never thought I would see again right. in live that I would get the chance to see. This is the only one that I actually have the chance to see that they're all still alive. So I'm like, goddamn right, I'm taking it, right. taking it, you know. Yeah, man. I'm all, I cannot wait. We we spent some money and went and saw Billy Joel. I'd see Billy Joel oh straight God. up. Yeah. And, and I say I like ashamed of thought, but I'll never do it again. Sure. But you don't need to. You don't need to, right? And we were close enough. <coughs> spectacular show. Yeah. No regrets about it at all. Spectacular, and I'll never get to see him again. Like if I do. That means I won the freaking Powerball or something, and you know this place. We'll we'll set up a nice spot. 
Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna set up a nice spot for you. We're, <laughs> we'll be on top of this restaurant. It's gonna be all good. Hell yeah. You're saying you're saying that our, our table our restaurant. Right. Uh, well, I, I, I thought I, you would own it and let other people run it. Oh, that's a nice. Idea. But I don't know if I'm that good. Yeah. Why? I wouldn't even care. It's easy to say. I got the money. At least. Easy to say. Wow. Yeah. Here. Here's your money. My wife is gonna be happy when I say I have. Me too. Money control issues? I do too. I've given Amazon most of my money since this pandemic started. And now Wish. You assholes at Wish. Look, I'm not even going to lie. Mark makes... Yeah. Yeah. We were just talking about Wish upstairs, but Mark makes drunk purchases on Amazon all the time on this show. Like, while we're filming the show, he'll make drunk purchases. That like, that's a side note. Anyway. I bought these on the last episode. I'm not, yeah. We have new headphones for the seat of You want to know why? What happened? <laughs> so Jeff, Jeff uh, was wearing this little one, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the cord was coming across here. And every time I move my hands, you I would hit his cord. cord and you'd yep. see him like, his head of tail to the move. And I was like, <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> I even showed him, if you watch, I was like, yeah. like this. And he looks and he kind of was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I, I don't know. I hit bye. Yeah, that was stupid. Yeah. I do that all the time. Sorry, babe. I, You're not even listening. It, yeah, it doesn't matter at this point. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. Wonderful. Yes, I totally agree. Totally, totally agree. Um. With that being said, I, I think my last concert would was too many zoos at Mr. Small. I'd love to see that. Uh, like probably three years ago now, when Vienna was still uh, in, like when my wife was still pregnant with Vienna, she was like eight or nine months pregnant, and we went to see uh, too many zoos, and that was like Vienna. We we call it Vienna's first concert. That's my daughter. Her first concert. Uh, because it was Huzzah! Jesus Christ. I hit the camera. You did. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm happy that you're not spilling beer all over the floor this week and, and you know, momentum of I got you. But I you know I, I got you, homie. Um but like you know so we do see a lot of musicians out there trying to do good and the only way that most musicians know how to is by doing live online events. Yeah. Live online concerts, live online that Fortnite chats. concert was interesting that they did. Yeah, you know. whether you're a post Malone fan or not, I love what he's been doing. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, that yeah. was awesome. Travis hits the drums. Yeah, Butch Walker, stuff like that. I, I mean, you would not have seen those guys all come together. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Yep. You're bringing musicians who not who would normally not play together together on a stage. But completely separate and still having it work together, still being able to produce like songs being thousands of miles away from each other. Look at Disney sing along. Right. They right. did their Sunday night sing along a couple of times. Yeah. I mean, they kind of ran out of shit at this point because they didn't yeah. make anything new. But yeah, like you had some really cool stuff. And that was another positive music brought families together again. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, and we started this thing during the pandemic. We did. We did the first six episodes uh, remotely through Zoom. Yeah. You know, uh, me sitting on my back porch. It was right. nice because I could smoke cigarettes there, but other than that, um, <laughs> you know, and, and we finally had a chance once they opened it up. We right. had a chance to get together and we've been doing it like this. And I'll tell you what, if it closes down again, I wouldn't be opposed to at least doing this still. It's definitely gotten better since we were able to get together. Yeah, I, I yeah, think, yeah. you know. 
I mean, you know, you live and you learn. And that's the thing is like, you know, we're, we're all going to learn from this pandemic experience, what we're going through yeah. currently. We're, we're all going to learn something. Now, it's the people that don't learn anything mm. that, that this is why we have history, because history repeats itself. And if you don't think that that's a thing, go ahead and look at film, look at music, look at fashion, look at whatever the fuck, any industry you want, it repeats itself. People get interested, it gets hot, it becomes a laid back thing, it fades away, we forget about it, and then we bring it back. And it's branded under another name, but the exact same thing. You remember Jenko Jeans? This, okay. is a, this is a prime example, all right? Jenko jeans. When we were in high school, Jenko jeans were like the fucking shit. Do you know what Jenko jeans are? They're fucking bell bottoms. Stovepipe. No, they're stovepipe fucking big leg jeans. Bell bottoms go down tight and open up. These are just literally pipes of jean. You could fit, like, not me, but most people could put two legs into one leg. That's how thick they were, how, how wide. <clears throat> so, again, so we have bell bottoms is essentially <laughs> is essentially it's, 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 somebody somebody took a look at bell bottoms and was like you know what i can do i can just push this seam up here and make them skater shoes and and call them jenko instead of bell bottoms and you see it in the music industry you see it in film you see it in fashion you see it in art you see it in pandemic you see it in pandemic this is this, not the first that this world has had. Right. You're, exactly, you're exactly right. It tends to happen every hundred years, as we've kind of seen, right? Yeah. Uh, let's. 
But with that being said, the service industry can always continue to grow. The right, the entertainment industry is always going to continue to grow because we can continue to write songs. Songs are based off of you know, life experiences, things that we've learned, things that we've seen. They could be complete stories made up, right? All right. Here, uh, I think this will help your conversation. So it got me thinking about how many people have died over a century, sure. all right? So right now, this thing says, uh, this is from Necrometrics or whatever. Something weird. Uh, Six billion people still alive in 2000. This century probably saw about 5.5 billion deaths. I could kind of agree with that. Say, say, say we take that down to 4 billion just to be safe with this. Sure. Um, you're at 10 billion existing people on planet Earth right now if we had immortality. If, if we did not die, you know, and, right. and, and we're already super overcrowded in a lot of areas. Could you imagine an, another more than half the amount of people in the world? Right? right. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, you're talking like those hot deserts in Africa and a lot of the Midwest would just, there'd be no more cornfields. You'd need housing for these people, you know? And yeah, I, uh, that's all. So with that being said, right, like you have so many people and, you know, like how do you, what's the hierarchy? Do you have government that's your hierarchy? Well, when government fails you and you look to, you know, like everything else, you have to look to your supervisor or the owner of a company, the whatever it is to enforce the laws that the government are putting into place. And in the service industry, when you have multiple different facets that are telling you, you know, you have to do it this way, you have to do it that way, you have to do it this way, you have to how does somebody as an owner of a company, as an owner of a restaurant or an owner of a, you know, bar, how do you sit there and go, okay, well, we need to enforce this, 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 and this, and it just all has to happen. And I still have to make the profit that I am in order to pay the individuals that I have working. This now becomes a game of where do I cut? <coughs> Where do I enforce? How much will my individual wow. workers actually listen to these guidelines and these laws and these rules? And how many other businesses are actually following these? Because if they're not, then I'm not either. I, why should I? Right, right.
Well, and there's asymptomatic people apparently too. There's people that will never have symptoms, but yeah. they can spread the disease. For all you know, all of us have it, right? Yeah, well, and that's something I want to say earlier. You were talking about like when this really officially started. There are thoughts that this goes way back, actually, like more than a year ago, it was already in America and that people had had it, but we didn't know what it was. They survived it, you know, built up the immunity to it, whatever. Um, I've also learned that. Yeah. You don't get tested. You don't get tested. Yeah. Right. I think my wife had this a long time. She had nagging cough. She had, and then they said that it turned into like a pneumonia kind of thing. The hard part is I'm a big smoker, so like I'll walk somewhere at work and, <clears throat> and everyone's like, you know, I'm a smoker, you know, yeah, but so we wear masks at work all the time now, but we didn't for a while. Um, once we went to kind of green, it was like everybody just kind of let it go, and then now we're, I think we're back in yellow, I don't know. We're somewhere around pink polka dots now. We haven't, <laughs> you know. We actually have no. We're yeah, in Pennsylvania. Have stuff. no idea, like in where, where we sit. We we don't know. And you know, April May, we went hardcore and said shut it down. Shut it down. Everybody stay home. Yeah. Here's the numbers. Here's why you're doing. Yeah. All of a sudden, I see the same. Sure. The same and or similar numbers that they're showing us. But it's okay to do this stuff. Right. It's okay to have a party. I was telling you on my way here, I drove through the park, saw a pavilion, 50 people inside of it, all huddled up together, probably graduation, birthday party, whatever it is. And then I see a woman break off from the crowd to carry her cooler back to the car and strap a mask on her face while she walks by herself. <laughs> did not have one on any group of people. I want to see family. I want to have a party as much as anybody. But I don't want to be the guy that had that party. Somebody exactly. that too but you have the most susceptible people right are the people that don't even believe that it exists right you know you got like my parents are a prime example of that my parents i love them to death i really do but like i swear to god i think there are days when my family don't doesn't think that this exists and not like my brother and sister are like overtly like cautious and then you have my parents who are not cautious but you have no middle ground there and you know like we were talking about before like the thing is is right like so you can clean and disinfect and you're taking away germs right but like there are people that will literally clean and clean and clean until you're actually rubbing like the epidermis off of your skin so that you're they use such hot water that they'll boil their right. hands yeah you're literally taking the first layer of skin off your hands to make sure that there's no germs there but you're making yourself more susceptible to actually having and getting right right thank you yes yeah. It's frightening. It is yeah. frightening. And truly, if some of this stuff, washing your hands frequently, bathing for God's sake every night. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's yeah. such a, that's that's so stuff. annoying. Uh, <laughs> I, I know, once a week is healthy. Well, we're all adults. We started doing this. 
It might not have, but on that same token, you look at like, okay, so we go out, we do social activities, right? Like you go to the bar, you go to a show, you go to the store, you go to yeah, a nice long hot day. Better than the post Kennywood shower. In Kennywood, I mean, you go to Sandcastle, you do things, social events, you go to concerts, you see live music, you're around other individuals. And it's funny because we actually did go to Kennywood the other day. Yeah, and yeah. my wife looked at me and she goes, yeah, this is amazing. I said, what's that? She goes, this is the first time we've been to Kennywood and there's not somebody that you didn't know. And I was, <laughs> and they went there. So it was like, hey, change. Yeah. Uh, hey. And I had a She was like, she was actually right. There was so few people at Kennywood, this giant amusement park that is overburdened, crowded. Normally, you're sitting in a line for three, four hours just to ride one fucking ride. Yeah. And you could literally walk on any fucking ride you wanted to, any ride you wanted to. I want to throw a big thumbs up to Kennywood, too, by the way. This is the first year me and my wife bought uh, season passes. We bought them uh, Black Friday. And they have extended the season pass through next year if you have a 2020. That is huge, guys. Awesome. Yeah. Because I swear to God, I would never have bought them again. Well, not, and, uh, not only that, I'm going to I'm gonna step in here. Not only that, but now they've, ready, they've introduced half-price tickets. And if you purchase a ticket, you can put that ticket towards the price of a season pass. Oh, yeah. You save the receipt. So these are like steps that they're taking. Now, let's talk about the sanitation, right? Like, So you go to an amusement park, right? So Kennywood, I got to give you, I, I literally, yeah, dude. I, <laughs> I, I literally got to give Kennywood two <clears throat> thumbs up because in all honesty, so before you even walk in the park, the first thing that they do is they do a temperature scan. Because right now, that's all that we can do is look for creepers. Yeah. They do a temperature scan. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is going to be around. Right. We're, we are going to do an everyday carry, um, big EDC person um, episode someday soon. And I want to point out that one of those pink things now is a fucking mask. Like, yeah, that is part absolutely. of your everyday. I left without one. Luckily, I keep a couple in my car, but I left without my normal one in my pocket. I felt naked. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, I can't stop for drinks or then I remembered I had more. But, you know, like, this is life. This is what, you know, that's going to be a big part of fashion now, baby. Well, I seen a meme the other day that actually said, like, you know, like, 19 or 2019 air fresheners. And it had a picture of air fresheners, like, hanging from the rear view mirror. And then it was like 2020 air fresheners and it was just face masks. Yeah. Yeah. Which, For reason. Yeah. I mean, and right. I was just, right. I, I was just about to bring it up. Who would have thought that out of this entire fucking pandemic that we are actually bringing up a, a whole nother fashion and industry. Right. We're dumb. But you know what, though? We could have been poor forever, though. We'd have been poor forever, though. Like, right now, we'd be like, oh, this is great. Could you imagine if they thought that same thing, exact thing during the tuberculosis like crisis? Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh my God, we all just need to wear face masks. And somebody was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and market that and make face masks. And you know what? They might have. I just don't know about it. You know what I mean? Like, 
they would put bananas bandanas. around. You know, that's I mean, a very good point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that yeah. was only because shit was dusty. Well, nothing to do with sanitation. They didn't shower <laughs> for months, so you know they didn't even wipe their ass half the time. I think so. You know. No. Oh God, no. No, God, no. The one thing. Listen. No, no. Oh God, no. I hate the feeling of the shitty asshole. Wait a second. Would you? Is, I mean, I, I would. I would let you cover me in ketchup, and I would wear it forever if I had to, as long as I could wipe my ass still. Wait. wait you're a part. You're on. You're in. Can I catch? I'm just saying, you gotta keep the asshole clean. No, ketchup. Yeah, it has yeah you gotta to go behind. We're yeah. Pittsburgh. What the hell's wrong? Well, holy shit! Hunts <laughs> isn't even actual ketchup. No, there's no, no. other ketchup. It's fancy sauce. It's called fancy sauce. Is it really? Hunts, yes. Oh, Hunts is called fancy sauce. Yes, and ketchup is. Yes. Yes, that's exactly how it works. Have you ever been to Pittsburgh? That's how they got the name of Wor Worcestershire sauce. They were going around. And, sorry, and sir, the, I can't even say it. So, no, well, so here's how it happened. This is, <laughs> this is how they named it. <laughs> All right, here, no, here's, no, here's how they named it. They were going through the the you know sauce factory and they were like, oh, what are we going to call this? And Scott's boss was like, ketchup. And uh, he's like, All right, this is mustard. And they get to the <laughs> last one and he takes a taste and he's like, What's just here, sauce? <laughs> <laughs> and, you could say the same thing with ketchup. Somebody was running through the factory with a bag of this new product, and he threw it up in the air, and they was like, "Somebody, ketchup!" Like, you know what I mean? Like, and mustard. And he mustard. was. He was. Oh, shut up! No, we're not even. Gonna, you see where we're getting down this road? No, I'll tell you. Drink it. These are dad jokes. Our little secret. That's what we all got to be. It does. You know, but he said he started saving condiment packets. Like every time you get something fast food, yes, saves me a giant container of it. So she said, "Here, take this to school with you." Brilliant. Mm -hmm. Condiments. I'm like, all right, whatever, mom. It's sounds <coughs> And like at least once a week, I get a phone call. Hey, just have you use your condom? Like, what? No. Why would I do that? Why? What do you mean? Like, what's the big deal? So one day I needed ketchup, <laughs> and I go searching through this thing, and I found scattered throughout the thing. This is months into school, mint flavored condoms. Really? My mother's what? joke. Condom mints. It was a joke <laughs> that she had planned out. And plotted this whole time. That's awesome. And I had to call her. Oh, oh. I said, You know what? I'm and she just ahead. started laughing. She goes, Oh, it took so long. This is the same woman I moved into my future in boss house for a year before we got married. <laughs> and my mother, every day I would leave for school, leave for work when I lived at home, have a productive day, sweetheart. Thanks, mom. That's her thing. Right. I came down here, my mother in law, every day I left for work, have a productive day. Okay, thanks. Mm -hmm. So that's like a fucking thing. Three months in, my mother-in-law goes, what is it with you? I go, what are you talking about? She goes, I've been saying this because your mom told me to for so long. Oh. <laughs> Every day I have to do it. I go, are you kidding me? I said, I thought that was just normal that people said it all the yep. time. <laughs> so I go, well, you made me feel like, oh, thanks. You got played. Like, right. That's you got played by your mom. That's awesome. Amen. But you know what, though? 
like, you know, this is something that like you realize, right? Something that like, you know, we might not realize now, like that (coughs) are going to be stories down the line is what came out of the family time that we did get out of the pandemic. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like we may not realize it now because it's still too new. And this, this topic is like a very hot topic for a lot of people. So like, you know, I get it, but you have to understand that this is a thing like like there is a pandemic there is a reason to like people are getting thing. sick and people are dying right yes. like so and who cares if it's from a bat or a factory or whatever it's people no are fucking dying you do yes. thank you yes. no matter what kind of high horse you're fucking living on like it doesn't matter whether or not you could be clean of the virus for uh, you know, years. However, if you come in contact with that one person that doesn't mm-hmm. know that they have symptoms and contract it, contract it, it's the same thing that happens. So this it, is the biggest trust fall you've ever taken in your life. You're it is. absolutely it is. correct. You rely on everybody around you. Right. And you're relying on social media as well to be your kind of guidance because this is how we get everything. Now, when we look at like art and entertainment, where are we turning to? social media we're turning to the internet right because we can't the real news now right people joke and make fun of youtube now it's like dude check out what i found on youtube this is the real story right like, yeah you're getting a, a video of what actually happened not right. the opinion of the channel the yeah channel, the recall of it they choose what they leave out politics way i guess but at the same time like Give me the facts. Give me the fucking facts. All of them. Don't hold back. If you want it, so you newscasters out there, I'm calling you out right now. If you you think that you're doing people in your job justice by explaining facts and only pointing to one direction, you're an idiot. Fuck off. Like, I don't want your news right now. I, I take and filter out information is all I do now. That's all you can do. There's such a barrage of information that you filter it out. And like you said, video footage proof is really the only thing that speaks. I'll watch like, uh, I'm not getting political. We'll watch something and uh, you'll hear it. You'll read it one way. And then all of a sudden you see the whole video like a couple days later. And it's like, holy shit. Nobody mentioned all this, you know. We're not getting political. I don't want to keep going there because I, mean, I will just, easily get political, and I don't know about, anything. So. Just think about Beirut, like what happened in Beirut. Ooh, like, poor you know people. I mean? Like that right there is like a prime example. Like, and there's a lot of people that don't even know what happened in Beirut, and it's like you have an entire factory, this giant place, <clears throat> giant warehouse that just, you know, you have an explosion and you have massive amounts of like. Death, fatalities, uh, uh, injury, uh, damage. A, a place that's already living in depression. And then you go and ahead. And in conflict, too. They're right. And in conflict. conflict. And then you go ahead and like add this to the mixture. It's like, you know, when you think about, oh my God, I have to wear a mask to go out to do whatever things I need to do. Like, these people are like, yo, I need to worry about being shot by another country whenever I leave my house. If I yeah, even right? have, like, anywhere to... Yeah. yeah, like... Like, my house was here, but now it's way over there. Right. And over there. And over there. <laughs> they have fucking pirates. <laughs> 
have it felt. Yeah. Felt. Because this is nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, a little perspective. Yeah. This, this is a guy that's working 80 hours a week, two jobs full time, and, and happy on a day off, and, right. you know, willing to just take care of his family. Right. And this is the guy that's going to work 80 hours a week, still turning to heaven, that has to trust the guy that pays him you're fucking with families and you know this guy this guy misses a week of work right what if he gets like he could be out That's for months like months there's people that are down for forbid, months god forbid somebody passes yeah right yeah just put your fucking mask on and wash your hands guys don't cough in somebody's face right simple shit i mean it can, but it can it's get right to cough but it can, yeah. it can get more in depth than that because well, kick their head in too, right? for the same for <laughs> that's the, not actually <laughs> no wait a second for the same Sorry, factor guys. that you brought up earlier when you said i i left my house and i didn't have a mask and i felt naked and i thought wow you know what i mean like i don't have a mask and then i realized i had more masks but my point being is that you know this is becoming part of the norm so you have to kind of conform to it and if you're complaining about wearing a mask now, it's not it's not like this is just like next month everything's gonna go away, the mask is gone, the pandemic is I've got it. From now on, if somebody complains about wearing a mask in public, we arrest them, we give them corona, and then we say well, good luck. Oh no, no, what like hey, no, no let's no, let's do it. <laughs> Fuck you all. We we had a free Somebody who knows more than me was like, if you wear these masks, you keep you keep the sickness in. 
if like that's that's what it does. It doesn't stop like if somebody coughs, you're gonna in, inhale it and stuff. But if if they're wearing a mask, it makes a much smaller area of infection. You know. industries i really like i have to wear mine in in certain areas and other than that i don't have to wear one and, and they do drive me nuts like i i, I lo loads of respect that was going to be three words at once loads of respect yeah right so i want to go back to the sign of the art thing though because we're going to cover like we talked about memes stuff before you ever see the sign the picture of the sign that says um i'm pro 2a but my neighbor isn't and it points over, and it's like the guys were giving him shit about like wanting guns and stuff. So he's like, puts a sign on his yard. He's like, I'm all about guns, but my neighbor hates them. You know, like right. hit that house. <laughs> you know, yes, <laughs> really. Yes. I like my neighbors though. They're great people. Upstairs, I sound like a fucking firework. Okay. So, and the kid goes, "I'm gonna be pissed because I'll have to quarantine." Somebody goes, "Just don't tell anybody." Oh my god! The grown adult turns and he goes, "Why would I do that when I would put everybody on my team?" Right. Fifteen-year-old kid gets it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Grown yeah. adult truly being ignorant about it. Selfish. Yeah. Like that's and that's the person that I gotta go to work for. Trust that they're not going to get me sick, or, or not necessarily get me sick, give me it to give to someone else. Yeah. So, with that being said, we're going to go into final thoughts here. And I'm just going to start this off real quick. 
as far as my final thoughts on this whole pandemic, how it affects the service industry, how it affects the entertainment industry, we didn't even get into like actors, entertainers, entertainers, show business. When you think about it, right? Like this is here, this is gonna be here for a while. We still don't have a vaccine for it. We don't even really know what the long-term effects of it are. There's research being done to say that it you know, affects the brain, affects the kidneys, affects the liver, affects the lungs, affects this, affects that. But down the line, not to mention the second wave of it. So once, once you know, a virus of this kind hits a, a subject, it takes on a different thing. Whenever we get vaccinated, right, it's a weakened version of that virus. So that our body learns what it is and learns how to defend it off so that if we do come in contact with it, we'll have the antibodies that are intact and ready to attack this thing and we don't have to worry about it, which is why we're able to digest simple germs and stuff that normally would make us sick, right? Like if you get food poisoning, depending on what it is, you know, it's like a 24 hour thing and it's out of your system because your body is so inactive. Now, I'm not saying that's the case for every bit of food poisoning because there's stuff that's long lasting and it, it happens. But with that being said is, is that this pandemic is here. Some people have learned how to like make a dollar out of this and actually thrive from this pandemic while other people are just trying to survive, period. And when it comes to entertainment, how we're being delivered our entertainment, being able to go out and do things. Now we have, you know, my family has like a Zoom call every week, once a week, my entire family gets on Zoom and we have a call and everybody, right. And everybody sees it. So it's actually bringing us closer together just through a different medium of doing it. Same with like the service industry where you have curbside pickup, right? Like, like restaurants are learning how to use this and adapt to it and actually come out of it and still be alive. And I think that that's going to be the changing factor in whether or not this pandemic takes, you know, the world or what have you, or when we actually recover from it. Because let's face it, everything that's happening right now, it's not going to change for a, a long time even after we have vaccines. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Um, well, I'm going to do my final thoughts. Yeah. He's going to be that guy. Anthony's stepping away. Um, <clears throat> so my final thoughts are um, a little more broad. Uh, yes, it deals with the pandemic, but just in general, people. If we are just kinder, more understanding, and if you think about the golden rule of life, uh, and I truly believe in this. Do unto others as you want others to do unto you. If you treat people with the same respect you want them to treat you with, the world will be a better, better place. I'm sorry, I was getting really into that. No, front. no, no, you're good. And, um, you know, it, I don't, if you can't see that, then you're an idiot. Yeah. Um, you know, the world would be just better if we thought about others all, you know. And when you see somebody in need, if you help them. We, so, uh, quick story, we were rolling, uh, going camping Saturday and saw a guy on the side of the street with a sign looking for money and food. And um, we had a McChicken. We just handed it to him. Dude was so happy. He's like, this is like a big chicken nugget. You know? And I was like, what great it is. <laughs> right, you, know? Right. you know? But, like, we didn't need the food. We had already eaten. It was left over. We could have eaten it later, but we didn't need it. He needed it. You know? And um, and just just not to toot our horn or anything, you know, because we're a bunch of assholes, too. But, uh, 
if we all if we all do wear a mask when you go out mm -hmm. care about wearing a mask um i'm sorry karen's <laughs> not my mother-in-law um but if you if you or guys i've seen all these you know videos of guys getting fights and getting paged because they don't want to you don't want to put a mask on i saw a guy pull a gun because somebody told him to wear a mask fuck you you know you're a shit human being if you do that yeah. Pulling gun. I'm saying that. Like, if you argue, yeah, but that's one thing. But if you pull a gun on somebody because they ask you to wear a mask, you're a shit human being. I'm sorry. So, anyways, that's my super strong opinion on final thoughts. Let's just be nice. Can we all just get along? Anthony, final thoughts. <laughs> Mine was good. I'm not. Right? And I have to say, like, look at your youth right now and watch them and watch what they're experiencing. And how they treat because it. What we do right now is everything they ever done. Yep. You know, it, it comes to perspective yep. for me when I have a 14 year old, and that's where that's where most of my memories are at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like eighth grade yeah. to twelfth grade, that's where that's where things happen, events happen, major life changes happen. Mm -hmm. He is in the middle of this right now, and he sees what we're doing as parents. He sees what society around him is doing, and he compares that, mm -hmm. and yeah. it's going to base what he decides to do in his future on it. And in yeah. a lot of ways, that scares the hell out of me. And then in a lot of ways, when I hear him say things and hear the thoughts that come out of him, and I respect and I'm proud of the fact that he's gotten to that point at his age. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't realize it's not about us. We might not be the people that are affected by COVID-19, right? by any of this. I might mm -hmm. never get sick. Mm -hmm. We're not in that median age range of risk people well, and I'm not going out other than work mostly, you know. Like. Right. And, and, and I'm going to do my part. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I stayed away from my parents for seven months because my mom has some health issues and I don't want to be that guy that caused mm -hmm. that happen. Sure. That's why you did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. But seriously, like, there's a part that makes you realize, like, you, everything that you do is affecting the future. Yeah. Whether absolutely. you like it or not. Yeah. Because everybody at that age group, sees what's going on they're deciding what kind of adult they're going to become yeah so if you've got kids at home and you're the one going oh fight the power it's our right to just let everybody get sick you're an asshole you're right and you're raising an asshole and, and i don't yeah. care what you look like because <laughs> we're not going to be political i don't care no yeah you where you're from i don't care about any of that if you're doing something knowing that you could possibly be causing more risk for somebody else in my opinion that's like not wearing a condom and having AIDS and you don't say a word. Oh yeah. Straight up. You're spreading a virus right now. Straight up. Good virus. good um that's a good very good analogy. analogy. Yeah. Back to, thank you for our sponsor today. You know what? Microphones. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be in the background of the whole thing. Microphone. Oh my god. It's a micro penis. You know what? On that note, it's a micro penis. <laughs> but it'll be leveraged. You know with, what? Uh, our little secret condom. We're gonna go ahead and end it on that note. There. Uh, thank you, everybody who actually <laughs> stuck, stuck around and watched watch this entire. Mark isn't even drunk. This is why we need to get Mark drunk on every episode. Why does I forget to do this yet? No, because of partially, partially, yeah. Because anyway.
Guys, thank you for watching. Thank loud dispatch. I got loud. Anthony, thank you for being yes, here. Yes, thank you, Anthony. Pleasure. Yeah, we appreciate we'll it. We'll have a lot more. I like your yeah. insights. Yeah, we might. We'll, we'll probably have you on future episodes if you uh, decide to come on. And if we get more. Dude, this we, is looking great on that screen, though. Yeah. Fucking right. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> really. You, you look you look almost yes, like Bruce Banner there, right? I see it now. I can. I, I look like a fat Wolverine. <laughs> I don't know what I look We're like. All right. You look like Rose. Have a great evening, everybody. <laughs> and just think about what we're trying to say. Just be kind to each other. All right. Be beautiful. Peace out, everybody. Peace out, everybody.